Chapter Fifteen of the Money Moon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Money Moon, a Romance by Geoffrey Farnell. Chapter Fifteen, in which Adam explains. Adam, yes, Miss Anthea. How much money did Mister Bellow give you to buy the furniture? Miss Anthea was sitting in her great elbow chair, leaning forward with her chin in her hand looking at him in the way which always seemed to Adam as though she could see into the very most recesses of his mind. Therefore Adam twisted his hat in his hands, and stared at the ceiling, and the floor, and the table before Miss Anthea, and the wall behind Miss Anthea, anywhere but at Miss Anthea. "'You ask me how much it were, Miss Anthea?' "'Yes, Adam.' "'Well, it were a goodish sum.' "'Was it fifty pounds?' Fifty pound repeated Adam, in a tone of lofty disdain. "'No, Miss Anthea, it were not fifty pound.' "'Do you mean it was more?' "'Ah!' nodded Adam. "'I mean as it were a sight more. "'If you was to take the fifty pound you mention, "'add twenty more, and then another twenty to that, "'and then come to ten more to that, "'why, then you'd be a bit nigher the figure.' "'A hundred pounds!' exclaimed Anthea, aghast. "'Ah, a hundred pound!' nodded Adam, rolling the words upon his tongue with great gusto. "'One hundred pound were the sum, Miss Anthea.' "'Oh, Adam!' "'Lord loved you, Miss Anthea. That were nothing. That were only a flea-bite, as you might say. He give more, ah, nigh, double as much as that, for the sideboard. Nonsense, Adam. It be gospel true, Miss Anthea, that their sideboard were the plum of the sale, so to speak, and old Grimes had set his heart on it, d'ye see. Well, it were bid up to eighty-six pound, and then old Grimes he goes twenty more, making it a hundred and six. Then, just as I thought it were all over, and just as that there old Grimes were beginning to swell hisself up with triumph, and get that red in the face as he were a sight to behold, Mr. Bellow, who'd been lighting his pipe all this time, up and says, Fifty up, he says in his quiet way, making it a hundred and fifty-six pound, Miss Anthea, which were too much for Grimes, Lord. I thought as that there man were going to burst, Miss Anthea and Adam gave vent to his great laugh at the mere recollection. But Anthea was grave enough, and the troubled look in her eyes quickly sobered him. "'A hundred and fifty-six pounds,' she repeated in an awed voice. "'But it—it it is awful!' "'Steepish,' admitted Adam. "'Pretty steepish for an old sideboard. I'll allow, Miss Anthea, but you see it were a personal matter betwixt Grimes and Mr. Bellew.' I began to think, as they never would have left off bidden, and by George, I don't believe, as Mr. Bellew ever would have left off bidden. You see, there's something about that Mr. Bellew, whether it be his voice, or his eye, or his chin, I don't know. But there be something about him, as says, very distinct, that if so be he should happen to set his mind on a thing, why, he's a-going to get it, and he ain't a-going to give in till he do get it. You see, Miss Anthea, He's so very quiet in his ways, and speaks so soft and gentle. Perhaps that's it. Say, for instance, he were to ax you for something, and you said, no. Well, he wouldn't make no fuss about it, not him. He'd just 
Take it, that's what he'd do. As for that there sideboard, he'd a sat there a-bidding and a-bidding all night, I do believe. But, Adam, why did he do it? Why did he buy all that furniture? Well, to keep it from being took away, perhaps. Oh, Adam, what am I to do? Do, Miss Anthea? The mortgage must be paid off dreadfully soon, you know that, and I can't, oh, I can't give the money back. Why, give it back? No, of course not, Miss Anthea. But I can't keep it. Can't keep it, Miss Anthea, ma'am? And why not? Because I'm very sure he doesn't want all those things. The idea is quite absurd, and yet... Even if the hops do well, the money they bring will hardly be enough by itself, and so I was selling my furniture to make it up, and now, oh, what am I to do? And she leaned her head wearily upon her hand. Now, seeing her distress, Adam, all sturdy loyalty that he was, must needs sigh in sympathy, and fell once more to twisting his hat until he had fairly wrung it out of all semblance to its kind twisting and screwing it between his strong hands, as though he would fain wring out of it some solution to the problem that so perplexed his mistress. Then, all at once, the frown vanished from his brow, his grip loosened upon his unfortunate hat, and his eye brightened with a sudden gleam. "'Miss Anthea,' said he, drawing a step nearer and lowering his voice mysteriously, "'supposin' as I was to tell you that he did want that furniture.' ah and what did it bad now how can he adam it isn't as though he lived in england said anthea shaking her head his home is thousands of miles away he is an american and besides ah but then even a american may get married miss anthea ma'am said adam married she repeated glancing up very quickly adam what do you mean why you must know began adam wringing at his hat again ever since the day i found him asleep in your hay miss anthea ma'am mr bellew has been very kind and friendly like mr bellew and me have smoked a good many sociable pipes together and when men smoke together miss anthea they likewise talk together yes well said anthea rather breathlessly and taking up a pencil that happened to be lying near to hand and mr bellew continued adam heavily mr bellew has done me the the honour here adam paused to give an extra twist to his hat the honour miss anthea yes adam of confiding to me is opes said adam slowly finding it much harder to frame his well-meaning falsehood than he had supposed his h o p e s opes miss anthea of settling down very soon and of marrying a fine young lady as he had his eye on a goodish time having knowed her from childhood's hour miss anthea and as lives up to london yes adam uh, consequently he bought all your furniture to set up housekeeping don't you see yes i see adam her voice was low, soft, and gentle as ever, but the pencil was tracing meaningless scrawls in her shaking fingers. "'So you don't have to be nowise backward about keeping the money, Miss Anthea?' "'Oh, no, 
no of course not i i understand it was just a business transaction ah that's it a business transaction nodded adam so you'll put the money a one side to help pay off the mortgage eh miss anthea yes if the ops come up to what they promised to come up to you'll be able to get rid of old grimes for good and all miss anthea yes adam and you'll be quite easy in your mind now miss anthea about keeping the money quite thank you adam for telling me you can go now why then good night miss anthea ma'am the mortgage is as good as paid there ain't no such ops nowhere near so good as ourn be and you're quite free of care and happy-hearted miss anthea quite oh quite adam but when adam's heavy tread had died away when she was all alone she behaved rather strangely for one so free of care and happy-hearted something bright and glistening splashed upon the paper before her the pencil slipped from her fingers and with a sudden choking cry she swayed forward and hid her face in her hands End of chapter 15